Hello, everybody. This is Gerald Salenti, and it's Thursday, April 6th, 2023. And here is some of today's trends in the news. And remember, the trend is your friend. Nobody gives you in-depth trends analysis and trend forecasts on the socioeconomic and geopolitical spectrum like the Trends Journal. And for the grand total of $2.63 a week. Nothing. And we're giving you everything that you can't find anywhere else. And our motto is history before it happens. We make forecasts before anybody, most of the time, is speaking about it. For example, as I said in Tuesday's broadcast, here it is. Remember, I'm going back several months that I've been saying that the top presidential candidate would be RFK Jr. Now, RFK Jr. is starting to do some tweets. And I think he's setting the stage to go center stage in the race for the White House coming up next year, or as I call it, the presidential reality show. Okay. That was on Tuesday. He announced it on Wednesday. I could see by what he was, the tweets that they were going out, that he's changing his scope over here. And this is what I said back in December. This is when I was hosting uh, an hour on InfoWars with Alex Jones. I do every Monday. So here's what I said back in early December. For president of the United States. R.F.K. Jr. So there you got it. The media is playing it down big time. Number one, they don't want to say that I called it. And... Number two, they're diminishing it. This is from the toilet paper of record. Today's paper. See that? Page A18, way down the bottom over here. Way down the bottom, hidden. Not a front page article. Not the nephew of John F. Kennedy, who was assassinated, and the son of Robert F. Kennedy, who was assassinated, has the courage to run for president. Kennedy Jr., Fauci critic, files a run for president. Has he done anything other than being a Fauci critic? That's how they're diminishing this. I'm noting this to show you how propaganda works. You talk about those dirty Russians, huh? This is from the Wall Street Journal. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. files a run for president as a Democrat. It's by Sabrina Sidiqui. I think that's how you pronounce her name. This is how it begins. Anti-vaccine activist 
Robert F. Kennedy Jr. filed paperwork Wednesday to run for president as a Democrat in a long shot bid against President Biden. Sabrina knows whether or not it's a long shot bid. Everybody knows whether it's a long shot bid. Who the fuck? This isn't journalism. Why don't you just report that he's running without putting all the bullshit in there? Why? Because we're prostitutes. We're media whores that get paid to put out by our corporate pimps and our government whoremasters. Mr. Kennedy, son of former Attorney General Robert F. Kennedy and nephew of former President John F. Kennedy, they don't write both of which were assassinated, declared his candidacy by filing statements at the Federal Election Commission. He joins self-help author and activist Marianne Williamson in the 2024 Democratic field. You ready? That is unlikely to include any major challenges to Mr. Biden. You know what that is. It's horseshit. This is propaganda. One after another. This guy has a big shot of winning. And we had re- said all the reasons why. And my ticket that I would say would really win is Judge Andrew Napolitano as vice president. The people are fed up with the establishment. But the other strong candidate is going to be Trump. There's no question about it. What they're doing with this thing, with why they're bringing him up on charges. How about bringing little Georgie Bush up on charges for lying us into the uh, um, Iraq war? Yes, lying us. I had Phil Giraldi, one of our speakers at last year's Peace and Freedom Rally, former CIA top agent that went into Bush's office and said to him, There are no weapons of mass destruction. Here's the proof. And Bush told him to leave. And Giraldi, being the real man that he is, quit the CIA. How come you're not bringing him up on charges? So this is going to solidify Trump's base. There's no question about it. So it might be a a, a, uh, Kennedy-Biden race. That would be one for the finish, boy. Okay, on to the markets. Well, the market's a little flat today. We're not... Tomorrow is the big day everybody's waiting for to see what the unemployment numbers are. This is very important. You know, goals over $2,000 an ounce. And again, we had forecast back in September that it had bottomed. So here's why it's important. Saying $2.25 a week and read your Trends Journal and it tells you why. Now I'm only kidding. The, but you can't subscribe. If the numbers are weak, and the unemployment numbers are worse than they are projecting. That means the Federal Reserve may not raise interest rates in May. When the Federal Reserve stops raising interest rates, the dollar is going to dive. It's the cover of this week's Trends Journal. Death 
of the dollar. And God, we don't trust. So that's where the markets are. That's what's going on. And tomorrow, Good Friday, not a great Friday. Again, as I say, there's our cover of the Trends Journal. On Wednesday, back then, Jesus Christ threw the money changes out of the temple. Same cats that are in there now. And three days later, whew, on the cross. Well, two days later, Thursday, Friday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So the markets are closed tomorrow. So things are going to heat up again on Monday. And oil prices is still at that $85 of Brent crude. Crypto's down a bit, but still in a strong space as we see it. Okay. Housing is turning out to be a lousy shelter for investors. Wall Street Journal today. Rented homes were supposed to be the safest nook in the U.S. real estate market. It's turning out, not turning out that way. Rising interest rates are taking the air out of bubbly property values. Apartment prices are down 21% over the past year, according to the Green Street Commercial Property Price Index. You know who's the worst performing? Real estate offices. No kidding. Only said this was going to happen three years ago when they locked down everything and people zoomed to work. Didn't commute anymore. It's our top trend, one of them for 2023, office building bust. Again, we're writing about it in detail that we did a special spotlight in this week's Trends Journal. Apartment building sales dropped 74%. Most in 14 years. Huh. I mean, the Great Recession. Remember, I kept saying it's going to take time for the effects of interest rates to do their damage. The damage has happened. It's only going to get worse. Small businesses file for bankruptcy at record pace, surpassing COVID crash. Small businesses across the United States are expecting a surge in bankruptcy, surpassing levels not seen since 2020. According to a UBS note reviewed by the Epic Times. I got this at a zero hedge. The note from the UBS Evidence Lab shows private bankruptcy filings in 2023 have exceeded the highest record during the early stages of the COVID pandemic by a considerable amount. And again, it wasn't a pandemic. How many people do you know that died? I think the number is that 99.67% of the people in the United States did not die. And 0.33 died, 0.33% died over the course of three years. So, quote, we believe one of the most unprecedented, excuse me, unappreciated signs of distress in U.S. corporate credit is already emanating from the small and mid-size enterprise sector, Matthew Mish 
head of the credit strategy at UBS said, the smallest firms are facing the most severe pressure from rising rates, persistent inflation, slowing growth. So that means the bigs are only going to get bigger. This breaks my heart, by the way, when I read this stuff. You got to close down your business. I'm the governor. I'm the mayor. I'm some piece of fucking shit. I'll tell you what to do. I'll destroy your life. The uh, World Trade Organization, this is the war in Ukraine, the stubborn inflation. <laughs> Curb trade. Wednesday, the volume of world trade merchandise is expected to expand 1.7% this year from 2.7% growth in 2022. Again, everything's closing down. Going down. Ah, this is a story in today's New York Times. French leads the list of global ultra-rich. I talked about the propaganda, how they talk about Kennedy being an anti-vaxxer and anti-Fauci. They're ultra-rich, but if it said Russia leads the list they would call them global, they would call them oligarchs. So if you're ultra rich or a billionaire, that's fine. But if you're a Russian rich, ultra rich, you are an oligarch. Okay, one of our top trends for 2023. Yep. We talked about how AI, it's right there. AI, we owe you, own you. We said this whole thing, this is before the chat GPT came out when we did this. And now Walmart will slow hiring as it turns to automation. So again, everything's being taken over. The robots have finally come for my job. This is a story in today's Wall Street Journal, second page. A handful of, ex, uh, handful of ex experiments point to the astonishing potential of generative AI to replace workers with chat GPT professionals, such as grant writer, data analyst, blah, 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 blah. They're saying that uh, 30%, it, it, it goes on and on. So, AI, we own you. Expedia rolls out chat GPT feature as travel planner. Oh, yeah. All you people that used to be, you know, they're not in that business anymore. It's gone. Okay. On to the geopolitics side. Holland makes shock admission and call with Russian prankster. Holland, this is a little another fucking prick little arrogant little piece of shit that was the former president of France. We wrote about him when he invaded Mali following the overthrow of Gaddafi's government in Libya. That Holland. 
the Mali that the French colonized right next to Niger, where they're stealing all their uranium because France has more nuclear power plants per population than anywhere else. Former French President Francois Hollande has confirmed that the European Union and France are directly participating in an armed conflict in Ukraine. He unwittingly spoke at length about the situation in Ukraine with Russian pranksters, Volvon and Lexis, who are pretending to be former Ukraine President Poroshenko. Hollande said, quote, he fully supports Ukraine. Whenever I can speak, whenever I, I always ask to provide Ukraine with weapons it needs. He went on to say to Port, the fake Poroshenko that the EU and France, quote, are participants in the conflict and explain that they don't want to openly declare their involvement, fearing Russia could retaliate. As I said, World War III has begun. It's not a proxy war. Quote, they don't want to become a warring side in the sense that Russia could use their support as an excuse to take action against neighboring U European countries and drag the world into a war that will go beyond Ukraine. If Ukraine wins, which is something I wholeheartedly want, then it would be a severe rebuff to authoritarian regimes such as China, Iran, and Turkey. Okay? See how this thing is? Oh, authoritarian regimes? A little Katzon Macron on his own said to the French people, I'm raising the retirement age. Fuck parliament. Oh, that authoritarian one? The authoritarian ones like the United States, no job, no jab. What are you talking about? I read about how, the, how that woman is being brought up on charges because calling Macron filth on Facebook. Authoritarian? It goes on. Yep. And he also went on to say that the, uh, the Minsk Agreement Accords were a sham. He said they were signed by Russia. Um, and uh, they, they, he, Hollande admitted the real purpose of the accords was to buy time to arm and train Russian Ukrainian forces to fight Russia. Okay. Putin names cause of tensions. He had a, um, yesterday he told 12, excuse me, 17 ambassadors who gathered the Kremlin to formally present their credentials. Quote, this crisis is rooted in fundamentally different approaches to the formation of the modern world order. I cannot, I cannot but say today that the United States use of such foreign policy tools as color revolutions, that was they called them when they overthrew the people in Ukraine, the, the governments and put new ones in, and support in this regard of the coup d'etat in Kiev in 2014 ultimately led to the current Ukraine crisis and made additional contribution to the degradation of Russian-American relations. He also said that the intervention, this is on November 22nd, none of this would have happened if not for the February 2014 coup, which we wrote about in detail as it happened in the Trends Journal in 2014, an article by Dr. Paul Craig Roberts, former Assistant Treasury Secretary 
under Ronald Reagan. All right, moving on. Israeli police raid Jerusalem mosque. Did you see these videos? Them going there and beating people? There's an article in the Wall Street, the uh, New York Times. At the very end, they say Israel captured the state of the site, meaning the mosque, from Jordan in the Arab-Israeli War of 1967 and considers it an integral part of its capital. But most of the world considers it to be occupied territory under international law. Stolen property. But it's okay for Israel to do it, but how dare those, those uh, Russians fight for that eastern part of Ukraine, which is all Russian. Again, not saying right or wrong, just saying what is. You decide. And then, as a result of this, Israeli raids on the mosque compound, they go on. Uh, the latest round of violence began early on Wednesday after the Israeli police force forced their way into one of the two main prayer halls in the mosque at the holy site. Video circulated. A news outlet showed police beating people inside the prayer hall with batons and shooting at them with these bullets, these rubber bullets. Now, this is the way that Wall Street Journal reports it. Retaliation, right? Israeli airstrikes target Gaza after militants fire rockets. So when a, you, it's okay, they don't call the Israelis going into the occupied territory militants. They call the people that are being, lives are being stolen from them, that fighting back, they're the militants. Same thing with the United States when they were in Iraq any foreign country where they're killing people, the people that kill them back are militants. I'm mentioning this to you because this is the Trends Journal. We don't do this. We put the facts. We put our trends analysis. We put our trend forecasts. And then we say, think for yourself. This is the way we see it. But we give you the facts. We don't skew them. So we make it clear that this is our trends analysis and trend forecasts. They changed the whole thing. McCarthy meets with Taiwan's leader. Yep. Concerns about China retaliation. A company speaker's encounter with Tsai. This is the uh, president of uh, Taiwan who met with House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, who said, quote, our bond is stronger than at any time or point in my life. At, well, I don't care about Taiwan. This has been going on with China and the Ming Dynasty. I mean, how many centuries? Why are we getting involved in this? And what's China do? They're ramping up more um, sea patrols right around the area. And then they go on at the very end of this article. Ready? Right at the bottom. Right at the bottom. And that's why you have to read the whole story. Taiwan counts on U.S. for weapons sales and diplomatic support. And Congress has often been more forward-leaning in supporting Taiwan than presidents who have tried to manage tensions with Beijing. Selling more weapons. Isn't that great? Yeah, it's good for the military-industrial complex. 
And this is from your Navy today. Annual U.S.-Philippines exercise to be bigger than ever. More than 12,000 U.S. troops from all branches will join thousands of their Philippine counterparts next week and part of the annual Balakatan, however you say it, exercise, the largest annual event in 38 years. They're ramping up tensions against what the fuck are we doing in Philippines? What are we doing in 800 bases in some 70 countries or 700 bases in 80 countries? Right around that number. Peace and freedom? No, you're not allowed to talk to it. Again, we're having a peace and freedom rally in Kingston, New York on May 27th. There'll be a lot more information. Gary Null, Judge Andrew Napolitano. And a couple of others are coming. I'll announce names as they keep coming in. John Whitehead, the Rutherford Institute. This guy's brilliant, and his wife, Nisha. So we're doing all we can to fight against this hegemony, this madness, and the murder that keeps inflicting hate and dissent and destroying life on earth. Protesters in Paris briefly set fire to President Emmanuel Macron's favorite restaurant Thursday. The protesters are still out there, but the numbers are going down because the, these are not protesters. These are, these are agents provocateurs that are doing this. And they do it all the time. You got millions of people taking to the streets. You get 15 guys dressed up in black throwing, you know, little bombs or whatever and, and setting cars on fire. And they blame it on the whole thing. So that's how they're going to try to stop this. And then another article showing you the hypocrisy of the United States and the media. This too is in today's New York Times. The appeals court punts on question of due process at Guantanamo. The Federal Appeals Court on Thursday appeared to defer on deciding whether detainees at Guantanamo Bay Wartime Prison. Isn't that a nice name? Guantanamo Bay Wartime Prison. What war are we in? Oh, this is wartime. I forgot. Have due process rights under the Constitution, pulling back from what could have been a landmark decision about legal protections for non-citizens held there. They go on to say that um, instead, the full court of appeals at the District of Columbia Circuit issued a ruling that said a 55-year-old Yemeni man, Abdullah Salam al-Hela, could continue to be held, you ready, without charge or trial at the American naval base in Cuba. Without charge or trial? in an American naval base in Cuba? You mean we stole the Cuban land? That's fine. What is America's naval base doing in Cuba? That's not our country. 
Nobody talks about it. Not a word about it. So that's why we're doing everything we can to return our nation to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And again, RFK Jr. could be one of those guys. And Judge Napolitano for vice president, we win, we'd win it. And so please do what you can to support us. Go to OccupyPeace.com. OccupyPeace.com. Putting on these rallies costs a lot of money. And we need your help to do it. And the more people we come that come, the greater our opportunity to reverse these negative trends. So thanks for tuning in and have a happy Passover, a happy Easter. And, and for everybody, all the religions that celebrate during this time, all the best to all of you. Peace on earth, goodwill to all. Thank you. Get the Trans Journal, the best investment you could make because it's the best investment into your mind and you can change how you look at the world. Over the last 30 years, Joe Solante has been more accurate about predicting what would be happening than anyone else I'm aware of. The Trends Journal is one of the greatest sources of information, and it's uh, and it really is. You're predicting these things well ahead of time. I would encourage everyone to go grab the latest copy. I've been a Trends a Journal subscriber for 20 years. I just have to commend you. What you guys have put together in your latest Trends Journal, there's nothing like this out there. Sir, everything that you predicted about the economy, you were absolutely right. So I, I, I have followed you all this time. So please take a look at the Trends Journal. You correctly forecast that the Fed would hike rates quite aggressively. Correctly said that initially gold and silver would drop as the Fed starts to raise rates to one and a half percent and above. When we spoke last, Bitcoin was around 49,000. You said you expect to drop and if it drops below 3035, then it could really drop. Trends Journal, which I would encourage people to go and check out. It's actually a 200-page document, pure data-driven analysis. Gerald Salenti, the top trends forecaster in the world. Gerald, you had an interesting call back in September of last year. You said gold had bottomed, which is exactly what happened. And here we are, and we're above $1,900. Subscribe to the Trends Journal. Read history before it happens at trendsjournal.com.